Yo, is this thing on? What up, y'all? Welcome back to episode 31. It's been two weeks since oh. we recorded, but we are back. Had some like life going on and not as much to talk about, but we're back with a mock draft 2.0, a full first round. I don't think we're going to go any further than one total round. The draft coming up in 15 days now, April 29th. Two weeks from tomorrow. Uh, it's let's, b- let's go. I know. It's going to be a very fun day. Uh, it's been mentioned that we might want to have some guests kind of hop in Mock Draft 3.0, maybe like the week before the draft, kind of give more insight to their specific teams that they like. So we might have a group of people put together to kind of do a mock draft 3.0 so it's not just what bobby and i think but they know a little bit more about their own team to give uh what they think as well we might be able to get a giant fucking zoom call going yeah seven people we might be able to to get that done so hopefully if not we'll still have a 3.0 with at least like two guests and they can give their insight in uh kind of what they think but today two weeks out they're two weeks and a day out from the draft. We're coming up with 2.0. Pretty much what we think is going to happen. Not, I don't think much will change in the next two weeks. Maybe. Maybe there'll be a crazy trade. Oh, but There will be. There will be. Some players will get hyped. Some players will be high or downward hyped. They're, uh, <laughs> they're, they'll fall in quotes there. Like you know, There's always some players getting hyped going into the draft. Like how was it last year they were saying Ruggs might be the first wide receiver drafted. And that, and that turned out to be all smoke. He went first. Oh, he did, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, so that was not all smoke. He got late hype and then went first. Yeah, but like I said, that came out late. I'm just stupid. Um, I do think there might be some smoke, but this year with one specific pick and player. Yeah, I know what you're (laughs) talking about. San Francisco. But without further ado, I think we're just going to both hop into our mock draft 2.0. Let's get it. Let's go. So getting at the uh, first pick here, I don't think it's going to come with much surprise. Probably the draft starts at three for me. I don't know about you. Yeah. But one, Jacksonville, uh, they won the Trevor Lawrence sweepstakes. You agree? Yes, I agree with that. Uh, Probably the best quarterback prospect since, well not probably is, the best prospect since Luck. Uh, I'd say he's a better prospect. Maybe like one of the best ever. He's up there with uh, Peyton Manning, Luck, John Elway. We're talking about a guy who has never played a snap in the NFL. And you're comparing him to Elway? As a prospect. Okay. I'm not saying he's John Elway yet. But as a prospect, highly touted and has been for a while, he, as a prospect, is uh, in those ranks. And then two... Jets traded Sam Darnold officially to Carolina, so I think that just further cements Zach Wilson at two. I do think it would be pretty cool if they just surprised everybody and took someone else, but I got Zach Wilson here as well. I think maybe Justin is, Fields, mate, potentially. Watch it, fucking uh, Mac Jones. Yeah, oh Jesus Christ! Uh, so at three, where the draft starts and where I think smoke is. 
I don't think San Francisco gave up all of those picks and shit just to uh, take Mac Jones. I don't believe it at all. Um, so I'm going Justin Fields. Oh. I think he's getting hate on for pretty much no reason. That is not who I thought you were going to say. And I'm, I'm riding Justin Fields at three. Um, he had like one bad game all in his entire college career. And now everyone's like, he's inconsistent. All this shit. I mean, he's not. He can't hit his read. So he didn't fucking have to go to his third and fourth option when he's playing with five stars all the time. But I think he's talented enough to get it done. Uh, I think Mac Jones would be an incredibly safe. I don't want to say stupid because that's rude, but it'd be a safe pick that was not worth moving. If they wanted Mac Jones, they could have probably stayed at 12 is what I'll say. Yeah. They, so, I definitely think they could have stayed at 12. Again. Fields at three it is. Okay. At three, um, I have Trey Lance going to and San Francisco. I don't Francisco. mind that. I think he's a, uh, a good prospect. You let Garoppolo start one year, uh, sit Trey Lance, let him develop a little bit, and then Trey Lance is your quarterback of the future after that, and they can move on from Garoppolo. Um, <clears throat> nothing against Garoppolo. I think he's good. Shout out New England there. But <laughs> he was anything to answer. Yeah. But uh, I think Trey Lance fits Kyle Shanahan's offense really well. I think just about anybody would, but he would fit it well. That was kind of my is Fields or Lance. And I'm looking at some draft props. Uh, fields under four and a half. When I first saw it, I might as well let me pull up the live ones just so I don't misspeak. I know there were some better odds a week or so ago on DraftKings. FanDuel hasn't put anything out. But pulling up DraftKings here is a bunch of... All right, third overall pick, Justin Fields is plus 150. Trey Lance, plus 400. So good value. Oh, that is Uh, value. Team to draft player, Niners is plus 175 to draft Justin Fields. Um, Niners are plus 400 on Lance. So pretty much plus 400 to go there. Is that Lindor? No. That is Lindor. That is, he almost just got picked off. <laughs> he probably should have. But, uh, yeah, so Fields plus 175 to go to the Niners, but plus 150 to go third. I don't get how those odds are different. Lance plus 400 for both of those. Um, and then under 4.5 for Fields is plus 101. And I mentioned this because we're also degenerate sports betters. And the under, the over/under on Trey Lance is six and a half at plus one hundred one as well. Oh. So we're getting some plus odds on uh, Fields and Lance going three there for both of us. Yeah, good odds there. You really like it. We got a four. We got a trade yet? We do have a trade. Wait, I wasn't ready. <laughs> we have a trade to announce. At four, the Denver Broncos are trading up with the Atlanta Falcons to take quarterback Trey Lance. Four straight quarterbacks to start the draft. I don't think it's ever happened before. I'm still fucking mad at you right now. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, the Broncos to take Trey Lance is plus 300, and I like that. But yeah, uh, I don't think Lance is going to fall very much further, but... A team like New England could trade up. Uh, 
maybe Washington. So I see Denver. They have a good defense already. They went heavy offense last year, get adding weapons. Uh, they got Melvin Gordon. They'll probably take another running back in the class. Move up and get your guy. Drew Locke isn't the answer as much as I want to root for him. He's not the guy. So uh, Denver moves up, doesn't play any games, and snags Trey Lance. Okay. Here's why I was mad at you. I also have a trade. Uh, Denver trading up to number four with Atlanta to take – I'm going to contradict myself here, what I said about ten seconds ago, to take Mac Jones. Uh, Hear me out here. I had a large debate with this, but uh, I think in Denver's position, he fits their um, situation a little bit better. He's ready ready to go, and um, I actually thought he was a bigger guy, but I looked up their size, their height and weight and stuff, and they're pretty much identical in uh, size. So, But he profiles better as a, like a pocket passer for Denver than like a um, – I guess I'm not going to say Justin Fields isn't a pocket passer, but because he is. But uh, I think that it's the safer pick for Denver, and that's kind of what they want. They just they're in the middle of building, and they want a guy. They don't want to completely restart. Okay. Here's where uh, I know we're going to disagree. Not that I saw that coming, because I actually did not. Um, okay. Uh, I I already know we disagree. At five. I got Cincinnati taking Joe Burrow's guy, Jamar Chase. See, we've debated about this. And here's my reasoning. A lot. I, Cincinnati, if they need offensive line help, it's in the interior. They don't need a tackle necessarily. If they take a tackle, that means one of... And if they take a tackle, I think they would take Slater, not Sewell. That was also a pick you said a while ago. And Slater is plus 300 to be the first offensive lineman taken. Why do you say that like you know who I'm going to pick here? Because I know who you're going to pick. <laughs> if Cincy goes O-line, I would expect Slater because they need help on the interior. And if they went Sewell, uh, they already have Jonah Williams and Riley Reef, And then would be Penny Sewell. None of them have played guard in college or in the NFL I don't think now is the time to start that. I think since he is going to ride with Jonah Williams, who they took in the first round two years ago, and they're going to let Riley Reef play right tackle, they can also get a tackle early second round. That would be high quality. But you're not going to get Jamar Chase in the second round. So I think you get Burrow, his guy from LSU, get another offensive weapon. A.J. Green's out. T. Higgins can be a good two, but I don't think he's going to be a one. So you go get your guy, Jamar Chase. You get O-line in the early second round. Because your O-line doesn't have to be perfect. It can be average, and you'll be all right. Okay, I got, I got my own argument. So, you... so I'm, just, I'm going they go with an offensive weapon, and I think Joe Burrow kind of has a say, and I think he snags his guy, Jamar Chase. Okay, for one, every time you said Riley Reef, I thought you were going to say Riley Reed. Uh, <laughs> that's beside the point. <clears throat> um, I've got Penay Sewell. Uh, I got a little mixed up there. I thought I wrote down the wrong thing. I got Panay Sewell going to Cincinnati. And my argument, you said O-line doesn't have to be great, right? Your receivers don't have to be great either. They just need time. And your quarterback needs time. If your quarterback doesn't have time to throw the ball, it doesn't matter who's down the field. It doesn't matter if it's Randy Moss. All right, go tell that to the Eagles, who have had one of the better O-lines the last few years and fucking Travis Fulgham and Greg Ward starting at wide receiver. But they have Joe Burrow there in Cincinnati. 
the Eagles had who people thought was Carson Wentz in an MVP. That is true, and I'm not going to bash Carson Wentz. I actually think he's going to have a good year this year, but that's beside the point. Um, I think there's that, that one picture going around on Twitter where it said anybody at uh, O-line and then Jamar Chase downfield and Joe Burrow's getting sacked and the ball's landed about 10 yards downfield because he didn't have enough time. Or they flip-flopped him. They put Sewell at O-line and anybody downfield. Anybody could be T. Higgins or John Ross. John Ross is not on the Bengals. Okay, so it could be anybody. <clears throat> that's the that's the whole point of that. And then uh, he has enough time. He just hits him. The, the Saints, um, of like what, a decade ago, when Drew Brees spread the ball around a lot, the Patriots have gone wide receiver to wide receiver um, with a good quarterback and some time. He will get the ball to everybody. And that's that's also has to do with coaching, too. You get good plays and whatnot. An elite wide receiver right now would be more worth more to Sewell, than Sewell, I think. We'll see. I'm, I'm riding Jamar Chase or Kyle Pitts. I think they offer more to the Bengals than going uh, offensive tackle and forcing a non-guard in to play guard. Okay. And I also don't agree that just anybody can get open, especially in the AFC North with good defenses. I don't think I didn't say anybody could get open, but you give them more time, it's more likely that they will get open, and that's a fact. If you if anybody has more time, it's more likely that Sewell's they'll get still open. Still going to give up sacks. It's not I, just going to be like Sewell's perfect. Yeah, everybody gives up sacks eventually. Yeah, so you ride with your guys that you got. Okay. Your old lineman. I disagree. I think you protect your franchise quarterback. They already have two tackles. Why not three? You don't play <laughs> three tackles. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, moving to six, Miami snacks Kyle Pitts. Uh, I think he's the best offensive player in the draft. That's not Trevor Lawrence. Um, I'd put him at two. But... Tight ends generally don't go this high, but Kyle Pitts in the Miami offense going to help out uh, Tua there. I don't think they can pass that up. I actually have the same thing. I have Kyle Pitts going to Miami, and if um, Jamar Chase goes a pick ahead, or if if Kyle Pitts goes a pick ahead, they – wait, no, I fucked myself there. What? I don't know where I was going with that. You're saying if Kyle Pitts goes five, you think Chase goes six? Yeah, yeah, that's where I was saying that. There we go. <laughs> okay. Uh, at seven, I got Detroit taking Jalen Waddle. Uh, I think they go with a weapon. I think Waddle <laughs> offers more upside than uh, Devontae Smith. And uh, you can't just throw Jared Goff out there with Brashad Perriman and uh, Tyrell Williams. They don't, I mean, Galladay left, Marvin Jones left. They need some kind of weapons out there, so. Get Jalen Waddle out there with Hawkinson and DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams and give Goff a fighting chance. Okay. Uh, I have the same idea here, but I have Jamar Chase going to Detroit. Um, pretty much the same idea. They lost Galladay. You got to get Jared Goff a weapon, at least give him a chance out there, and I think that Jamar Chase could be your guy there in Detroit. Uh, at eight, this is where I have Penny Sewell going to Carolina. Just falls right in their lap. They've got Sam Darnold, so I don't think they're going quarterback. And it would just be Mac Jones left for me at this point. So I got them uh, hitting a dream scenario, snagging a tackle. Uh, probably the best tackle, even though I kind of think Slater might go before him. 
but I got uh, Sewell fallen in the lap of Carolina Panthers. Okay. I have a trade to announce. Should I do the horn? Uh, duh. Okay. Yeah, there we go. Okay. The Carolina Panthers make a trade with the New England Patriots. For Justin Fields. Yes. Justin Fields goes number eight to the Patriots. Um, or if Fields goes earlier, it feels... Speak. God, just had a stroke. If Fields goes earlier... I could see any of the quarterbacks going to the Patriots at this position. Um, uh, the Patriots are plus 500 to get Justin Fields. Ooh. That's some good value there. And they're high on him, too, supposedly. You okay. never really know what you uh, what you should believe. Right. Uh, at nine, I have... This is going to be now Atlanta in place of Denver from the trade. Uh, I think they're going to take Patrick Sutain. Uh They need secondary help. Um, their secondary is always last. They need pretty much strictly defensive help. I think they're going to be just fine on offense. Um, Arthur Smith coming in from Tennessee. I think the offense will kind of be be a little bit rejuvenated, but their defense needs help. So they get a lockdown uh, corner in Patrick Sertain there. Okay. Um, I at nine. I have a same the same idea. I also have Atlanta picking. Um, I have J C Horn going. I, I debated that. Yep, but pretty much the same idea. They need secondary help. Their defense was kind of ass. Um, yeah, nothing really more to say there. Sam covered it. At 10, I got J.C. Horn going to Dallas. Uh, okay. They need secondary help. They need another corner, maybe. I mean, they signed uh, a couple Falcons secondary pieces, but Keanu Neal's probably going to come up and play linebacker for him, which I think is going to probably go well. I like Keanu Neal. But they need some secondary help. Uh, so go J.C. Horn there. Pro- I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if J.C. Horn goes first corner. I like J.C. Horn a lot. He's aggressive, plays good, uh, up-in-your-face man. Defense there, son of Joe Horn, former Saints wide receiver. So got the bloodlines, Cowboys, fits perfect. There we go. I got uh, Cowboys going O-line here. It was Sam's guy, Rashawn Slater. They build that O-line back up. It's kind of been struggling lately. Yeah, they but- can't stay healthy. Yeah, they used to have, like five years ago, they had the best O-line, uh, might might be like the past 20 years. Um, I would I say think, even like three years ago, when yeah. Travis Frederick, before he had the weird injury and set out and then retired, they had Zach Martin, Tyron Smith was healthy, Leo yep. Collins was good. Yep, yep. I think that they try to get back to that, and they take Rashawn Slater. I think that'd be a good pick. Uh, at 11, I got the Giants taking Micah Parsons. Um, I think I had, I had Parsons falling a little further last time, but uh, I think Parsons' defensive versatility is a little too good to pass up for the Giants. Uh, help him out there. And uh, I would have leaned receiver, but Danny Dimes got Kenny Galladay this offseason, so uh, I think Parsons' upside is too big to pass up there at 11. How the fuck do we both have him at 11 there? I don't know. I have Micah Parsons also there. I think they got to go defense considering they just got Galladay. Um, I looked at wide receiver, but I just don't see it being worth it for them. Um, I think they have enough weapons on offense. They got to go defense somewhere. So really anybody on defense could help them, but I just um, – Parsons was the highest available ranked at when I was uh, doing my mock draft here, but I could see any of uh, the defensive guys going to them. 
Uh, if they went receiver, it would be this guy here. At 12, I got Devontae Smith going to the Eagles. Uh, for the same reason I said they got Travis Fulgham and fucking Greg Ward. Lost to Sean Jackson. Uh, they, if they're going to give Jalen Hurts a chance and think he's the guy, get him some weapons. Get him Devontae Smith, Heisman Trophy winner. I don't think the weight is going to be a concern like some people do. Uh, I just think the upside of Chase and Waddle are a little higher. So I got Devontae Smith at 12. Get Hurts another weapon there. I also have Devontae Smith here. Why are you copying me? Uh, I almost went Jalen Waddle, and you'll see where I have Waddle going, but I could have these two flip-flopped around. But I ultimately decided on Devontae Smith um, because I I don't think there's any debate here. The Philly or uh, the Eagles need well, a wide receiver or some sort of weapon. Yeah. So they're going to take a weapon. Uh, it's just which one. Pick your poison. And they they uh, get a first-round pick from Miami, move back, and can still get a top-three receiver. Um, maybe Kyle Pitts if he falls, too. So you never know. 13, I got Slater to the uh, Chargers. They need offensive line help. I think that would be an absolute dream scenario. would only help out Herbert even more in my what's going to be an MVP future I put on him. So uh, I like Slater. Fall, fall into 13, just sits right in their lap. Both offensive tackles falling a little bit. Two uh, teams lucky to have them. So I think Chargers snag Slater, and he fits right in. Okay. Um, I, I like Slater if he's still available here, but I went with Elijah Vera Tucker. Um, oh, I think that's a little bit of a reach. It might be a little bit here, but I think they need an O-lineman here, and if Slater's off the board, uh, they either trade back and get one, or you just take take your guy when he's available. Um, but, yeah, protect your guy. They're like, I've been preaching. You protect. You got your star quarterback. Now you protect him and get him weapons. He's already got the weapons, though. Ish, yeah. They could always use another weapon. Yeah, but they could. You can never have too many weapons. Okay. What I'm getting to. You can't. I need a horn. Oh, a little late trade. (laughs) At 14, the Washington football team trade with the Minnesota Vikings from 19 to 14 to take quarterback Mac Jones. Whoa! I don't think he falls extremely far. I didn't realize you didn't have him. I haven't gotten Mac Jones yet. I don't think he's falls extremely far he's getting a lot of hype uh i think mac jones to washington would make a lot of sense uh they need a quarterback even if he doesn't play year one behind fitzpatrick or even if he plays year one and he has fitzpatrick there learning from a vet like that who's incredibly smart would help out um washington now has some more offensive weapons and they're already loaded on defense if Mac Jones comes in, they could easily win the division. Shit, I so, like that. So, uh, they got Curtis Samuel this offseason. They already have uh, Terry McLaurin. Antonio Gibson had a really good rookie year. Um, Logan Thomas broke out at tight end last year. I think he's got decent weapons there. They can always snag more in the draft here because it's a deep receiver class. So, Mac Jones lands in Washington, and I think uh, they're looking good. I should have thought of that. I was looking for... Um... Washington to take a quarterback, but all of them were gone by the time I got to Washington, <clears throat> and I, I didn't see them trading up that far enough to where I have quarterbacks going. Uh, I have at 14, I have Minnesota taking Patrick Sertain, uh, get some secondary help a little bit. Their defense struggled a little bit. I mean, their whole team struggled last year, but they, more, uh, more so edge. But yeah. they did have a cornerback get arrested for uh, assault. 
Really? Physical assault on a woman. He turned himself in. I oh, feel- I did see that. I have a feeling he might be cut. So adding Patrick Sertan there, I kind of like that. Yeah, I'm sure he's probably going to get cut. I'm not, I mean, Minnesota could go tackle, edge. They kind of disappointed last year. But they got the receivers, and they got Dalvin Cook, Kirk Yeah, there's, Cousins. there's no way they – unless it's O-linemen, there's no way they go offense because they got hella receivers. Um, they got weapons on offense. They might go a third receiver. I don't know. Would that be worth it? I don't think I don't think it'd be worth it if they need tackle on edge or whatever. But, but I guess uh, Cowboys. But took, I mean, the Cowboys took CD Lamb because yeah. they fell on his in their lap. Like yeah. you never know what's gonna happen. Uh, Fifteen spot. I got New England still there. I struggled with who to take here, so I just went with Christian Barmore, uh, defensive tackle from Bama. As James McCann goes yard five one Mets, but uh, I think he's far and away the best D tackle in the draft. Um, I don't even know if it's a good fit, but it just screams like Patriots. I think he'd be solid there for six to eight years. Uh, get you the best defensive tackle. I think the Patriots are going to be a little better than last year uh, if they get another quarterback, not Cam Newton. But maybe year two, Cam Newton. This pick is very subject to change come mock draft 3.0. But I here we are. just realized I did not pick Christian Barmore. Did I? No, I don't think I did. So that might change. I might have forgot a guy. But at 15, I have Carolina trading, or after the trade, Carolina picking Edge, Quitty Pie. Pie. Pay. pay. Quitty Pay. Cutie Pie. Cutie Pie. <laughs> uh, get some defensive help there. They got, they got enough. I wouldn't say they have great weapons on offense, but they have, they have weapons. They got uh, McCaffrey, just got Sam Darnold. DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson. Um, yeah, I was gonna say it's not like a, like an elite weapon. Yeah, but, but it's, it's solid. pretty good. Yeah, they don't need. That's not where they need to improve right now. Right. If uh, there was good tight ends in this class besides Pitts, uh, I would scream tight end here. But I don't. I don't mind the edge piece. You can never have too many edge rushers. Yep. Uh, at sixteen, this is where I have Farley falling. Uh, I'm not exactly concerned with his back injury. I think he'll fall a little bit, and that's why Horn and Sertan go before him. But Arizona needs a cornerback here, so I'm going Farley falls to the Cardinals. Probably might be end up might end up being the steal of the first round. Okay, okay. Um, <clears throat> uh, at 16 to the Cardinals, I have offensive lineman Christian Derisaw. Oh, right. Okay, get uh, Kyler some protection there so he can hit his weapons. Um, Larry Fitzgerald retired, did he not? Yes. Okay, so he's got Hopkins and Christian Kirk now. And A.J. Green. Oh, I forgot about A.J. Green. So he's got weapons. As well as Chase Edmonds and James Conner. Yeah, they just got James Conner. Breaking news, kind of. A little they bit late. They need a tight end, but, I mean, again, no tight ends in I this got, class. Yeah, I got them protecting him, so Kyler's not running like a toddler running with candy all the time. I don't mind. I just thought corner might be a more glaring need after losing uh, Patrick Peterson and Drake Kirkpatrick. I but could I could see any any defensive uh, piece for them too. Yeah. So halfway through the first round, moving to seventeen, Las Vegas. I really didn't know what to do here, uh, but they traded like most of their offensive line away. So something just says like they're gonna they like a lineman and they're gonna take that guy, kind of like Colton Miller a couple years ago. So I'm going offensive lineman. Tevin Jenkins. I don't know what it is. Ooh. I just think Tevin Jenkins is going to be selected by the Raiders or something like that. Okay. I actually 
hem-hawed back and forth with them taking a uh, lineman here, but Ooh, I have them making a trade with the <laughs> New York Jets. Uh, New York Jets trade up to 17 to take wide receiver Jalen Waddell. Oh, shit. <laughs> they get their weapon for Zach Wilson, and they already have their uh, lineman in Mackay Becton. I was going to say Mackie. Mackay Becton. Um, I could I actually love the idea of them taking another lineman, but I think that they need a weapon first. So I think that they trade up here and take Jalen Waddell, just a stud. He will uh, kickstart that offense with Zach Wilson, and they'll. Uh, I think that'll be a good duo there. I like that. And like I said before, Jalen Waddell and Devontae Smith, I could have them flip-flopped. Uh, okay. Uh, at 18, this might be weird. This might be the biggest reach. Something just tells me I think Miami's going to go edge. I think they're going to avoid the Miami guys. Um, and I think they're going to take a chance on the edge out of Penn State, Jason Owe. High upside, had like the craziest uh, combine and pro day, or pro day because they didn't have a combine, of a like edge man ever. So incredible upside. I think with Miami being good already and having good defense uh, with Brian Flores, I think they have more room to wait for Jason Owe to break out. Uh, so high upside. Miami already snacks Kyle Pitts in this one here. So they snag a defensive piece. They could go O-line here, but I think they're going to get the uh, versatile Jason Owe and see what happens. So are we both in agreement that Miami is going to give uh, Tua another year? Yes. Okay, because there was some – I mean, you picked him four overall, five? Four or five. Last year. And uh, people are already saying trade him, which I don't see. I think you got to give him at least a year. That was very close as we're watching a baseball game. Been, I think he might have been sick. He might have been. What is it? His oh, foot didn't touch. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> 18, I also have Miami going edge, but I have them going Aziz Ojolari. I like it. He's more NFL ready. Get a uh, – uh, I just picked out of the rankings. I don't follow him quite. Like Sam knows what their uh, pro day looks like. He watched them all in college. I look at stats and rankings. Um <clears throat> Sometimes that works better, though, you know. But I have them going edge here. I think that that could help them on defense. They got their weapon. Um, I had them taking pits, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, pits. I had them taking pits. So they got their weapons. They got uh, Devontae Parker, I believe, into a... Signed Wolf Oler. Oh, I forgot about that. Could snag a running back round uh, two. That is big. I I forgot they got uh, Wolf Oler. I like Wolf Oler. I think Gasicki's going to be a stud. I love him as well. (laughs) So at 19, I have Minnesota moving back there from that pit, that trade and snagging Christian Derisaw. His slide stops here. They get an offensive lineman to help out. Uh, I think that's probably a perfect dream scenario. They don't have to take Derisaw at 13, move back, and still get him. So there you go. Okay. At 19, like I said, Washington, uh, I wanted them to take a quarterback, but the way I did my draft, it didn't quite work out. So I have them taking... Tevin Jenkins to protect uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick uh, or their future quarterback if they were to trade for one or um, or if they they might even draft one. But uh, in my prediction here, I got them taking an offensive lineman because they allow, I believe I looked at stats, I think they're like bottom five in sacks allowed. Yeah, give uh, 
help out Washington there. Maybe go quarterback next year. I don't know. Maybe trade for one. Maybe protect your invisible future quarterback. Exactly. Uh, 20, I got the Bears. I want them to go O-line, but I'm going to go Rashad Bateman. I really like Bateman. I think he's going to be a fucking stud. Uh, Allen Robinson's going to leave next year, I would presume, or assume, I should say. So I'm going with Bateman at 20. Okay. Um, my pick doesn't exactly make sense again here. I wanted to go wide receiver, and I might flip to that later on in 3.0. Tune in. But I got them going with another edge rusher and Jalen Phillips because Robert Quinn, is that who they traded for last year? Yes. Uh, he didn't pan out very well. And he's old. Yeah, I think that they try to bolster that defense a little bit, go with uh, Khalil Mack and... Uh, I think that makes a good pair. So they go with an edge rusher here. Okay. You can never have Chicago. Yeah. I don't know if I said that. Uh, 21, I got Indy. I would like them to go tackle, but I didn't like any of the uh, value here. Uh, so I'm going Quiddy Pay. They can always use another edge piece there. Help out the uh, fun athletic defense. Give them a little project piece, Quiddy Pay. See, uh, see what can happen there. Okay, I got at Indianapolis. I've got them taking uh, Trayvon Morig. Okay. Um, I think they could use some secondary help, and I think he's the right guy for the job there, because they already have a really good defense. You just add to that. Okay. At twenty-two, this is like my favorite pick, and I it has a little bit to do with AJ Brown. But I got the Titans taking Elijah Moore. Whoa! <laughs> I like that. Yeah, I think they. I think they're going receiver here, and I'm rolling with the Ole Miss product just like aj brown was i'm rolling with it and going elijah moore okay um i went a little different route and i looked at wide receiver for them but i don't see a way that i don't see a scenario that they don't go uh secondary first round here so i've got caleb farley going 22 overall to the tennessee titans and because their secondary was awful last year they struggled and they lost butler and Adore Jackson. Yeah, you have to address that uh, situation right now. And that was the guy that I told you I kind of forgot about. I thought he slid a little bit, but I looked at some rankings, and I think that's right about where he belongs. So. Yeah, especially with the injury concern. So, uh, At 23, I got the Jets still there taking Greg Newsome, corner out of uh, Northwestern. I think they can use some secondary help, and I – after more evaluation, I like Greg Newsom a lot, so I think uh, he fits right in for the Jets. Okay. I also have Greg Newsom going here, but to Oakland because of the trade. Vegas? Yeah, yeah. I wrote Oakland because uh, I'm old. But <laughs> to Vegas, the Ra- I think I said Oakland before uh, during the trade. So it's Vegas, but I've got them taking Greg Newsom. Um, secondary help a little bit. They got... Um, they could use decent. The help. Yeah, they got decent defense, but they could use the help all around. They really could use anything. They could add another weapon to go with Darren Waller. They could add O-line. They could add uh, anywhere on defense, really. It's kind of a crapshoot where they're going to uh, pick. They always pick like a random-ass player. Yeah. Uh, at 24, I got the Steelers snagging Elijah Vera Tucker. It might be a little late. He slid a little bit for me, but I think the Steelers need to snag a lineman here. Uh, Vera Tucker falls in that lap at 24. Uh, I'd be, as a fan, I'd be extremely happy with that. Ooh. 
I like that for uh, take O line for Steelers. I got the Steelers taking Jeremiah Awusu Koromoa. I would I would very much enjoy that as well. I think that they uh, take a linebacker, make that defense even better than it already is. Because um, I debated wide receiver, but I think they have enough weapons already. I don't see them needing that. I think they have other. They like to hit on second round receivers anyway. Yeah, I see them taking. Actually, I don't know where I see them to, but I I predicted uh, defense linebacker. They could use the help. At 25, that's where I have Trayvon Morgan going to Jacksonville. Jacksonville absolutely needs secondary help. Team him up with C.J. Henderson from last year. Get the good safety in there. Um, so Trayvon Morgan probably going to be first safety. Would be my projected only safety in the first round here. Okay. I've got Jacksonville going O-line. Jalen Mayfield. Um, don't really know much about this guy. But that's just a gut prediction. They took their quarterback, number one. Like I preached this episode, they immediately take a wide receiver to invest in their guy and uh, protect him a little bit. Get, show him that they're trying to help him out. He's a real good run blocker. Uh, they have good offensive receivers and weapons. Um, probably snag a tight end in the second round. Top of the second round in Friar move. I thought about wide receiver there too. Yeah. Kind of, kind of what you were saying. Get your guy a weapon or a lineman. But I think that yeah. there's enough, enough weapons that will still be available second round that they can pick up there. Yeah, can't go wrong there. Uh, Twenty six. I got Cleveland cha- taking Jeremiah Wusukorma. That's where he falls. Uh, he would fit beautifully in that defense. Who just signed Jadavion Clowney today? Uh, honestly, the the Browns might give the Chiefs fit this year. So uh, look out for that. But Cleveland snagging JOK there, helping out their already amazing defense. I've got Cleveland taking, uh, if you would have asked me this, what, 24 hours ago, I would have said probably edge rusher or linebacker, but they just signed uh, Jadavion Clowney. So I think that with this pick, they go Asante Samuel Jr. and uh, pick up on the secondary there. Make that defense really good. Their secondary is great, and if they could add yeah. Samuel Jr. as well, god damn. Because they signed John Johnson. They got Grant Telpit coming back. They got Greedy Williams Yeah, I know they coming got off injury. And Denzel Ward. Ward. Get I know they Samuel got in the slot. Yeah. Holy shit. I was thinking I know they have Ward and Greedy Williams, which made me hesitate on taking a corner. But uh, I figured you can never have too much help, you know. But if Tampa Bay has shown anything... Uh, bolster up that secondary. Get a bunch of corners that you can trust. Yep. You don't want to have the third corner getting burned by fucking Tyreek Hill in the slot. Uh, 27, I got Baltimore taking Terrace Marshall. I think they need an offensive weapon for uh, to help out Lamar Jackson. They've never really had good receivers. Uh, I think I'm close to saying Marquise Brown's a bust. Uh, he just hasn't done much for them. They could go edge here. They actually might go edge as well. But uh, I'm sticking with Terrace Marshall. I think he has the talent to be a first-rounder. Okay. Um, I have Kadarius Toney uh, going to Baltimore here. Sorry, I was on my phone um, trying to pull up some rankings there. But I've got um, pretty much everything Sam said. I've got the them taking a wide receiver here. Uh, they need to get some help. Marquise Brown is not doing it. Um, not saying he couldn't break out potentially, have a late breakout, but I think that it's time to start looking at other uh, guys. And I actually think Kadarius Tony could be the steal of this draft because I, 
Um, can't remember what it was, but I saw he has very similar stats in some areas to Jamar Chase. He's electric. But uh, I can't pinpoint to what the stats were, so that does not serve any purpose. <laughs> but I stored it away in my head, and now that's what I'm going with. Okay. Uh, 28. I didn't really know what to do for the Saints here, but I feel like they could use defensive help. I thought edge, but I'm going to Sante Samuel Jr. going here. Uh, snag him another good corner there, help out on the defense. Maybe sure up the defense a little bit with a step back in offense with Drew Brees retiring. Lost Emmanuel Sanders as well. So, uh, and Jared Cook, who is now a Charger, I believe. Jared Cook is a Charger? Yes. I like that. So, uh, Saints snag corner here. Go Asante Samuel Jr. Okay. Um, I looked at defense for them, but they their defense was unstoppable last year. I think that they go um, – they take another weapon on offense, and I've got them taking Rashad Bateman. Damn. New Orleans taking Rashad Bateman to go along with Michael Thomas. They. Uh, I didn't know you <clears throat> took Tony when Bateman was on the board. I did. Damn. That was off of my, my gut feeling that I Damn. can't pinpoint why. <laughs> I think yeah. that would be the steal of the draft. Bateman? Yeah. Yeah. Damn. At uh, 29, Green Bay. I didn't know what to do. I wanted to trade back. Uh, I didn't know who would trade up. It was kind of boring. It, someone still might trade up, maybe like Miami and snag a lineman. But yeah. I'm going Nick Bolton, linebacker, Missouri. They could use another linebacker. They could use a corner as well, but I didn't like the value here. So I'm going uh, Bolton from Green uh, Missouri to Green Bay. I also had trouble with Green Bay here. Really don't know what to pick for them. I went a little different route. I went defensive back Kelvin Joseph out of, I believe, Kentucky. That's a um, good pick. I think that that could help them if they don't trade down. I actually, I would predict they trade down here, though. And they, we all know they're not going receiver because they fucking hate Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> so no point there. At 30, I got Buffalo taking high upside Jalen Phillips. I think he's going to be a fucking stud, but people are a little bit scared of the uh, concussion history. I think he's going to be a fucking stud. Uh, I think he'll fit right in in Buffalo. They're going to continue to go off and uh, compete in the AFC. As Alonzo made a great play. Uh, I think uh, he would fit right in. Just help out with Bill's Mafia there. Okay. I've got Buffalo taking... He's. I think that he would be the most electric player for Bills Mafia. He would fit right in. Najee Harris. Damn. Um, I debated ETN here, but I got to go with Najee Harris. I think that he would fit in. I don't think that they are fully in. I mean, they're. I don't think they're in on Singletary, and I don't think they trust Zach Moss yet. I think they take their running back to go with Josh Allen and Diggs, and they could be a nice little triple threat there on offense. And he would be Plus electric. Plus Dawson Knox. And yeah. Did they not? I think they signed Emmanuel Sanders, too. Uh, did, I believe they did. They still got Cole Beasley, got rid of John Brown. Look out, Kansas City. Look out, Cleveland. Cole Beasley's so fucking underrated. I love Cole Beasley. He's better than Julian Edelman. Right now, yeah. Yeah, has been the last few years, too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 31, I got Kansas City going offensive line, Alex Leatherwood. I did that because he's a tackle, but I think he could be able to slide in and go guard as well. Help out with the offensive line there. They clearly showed what happened when they don't have a healthy O-line in the Super Bowl. And then they and traded away their top they two did, They dropped <laughs> they their tackles. I think it's going to end up working for them. But snag another O-lineman here, Alex Leatherwood. I got the same exact pick. <laughs> I just picked the uh, – I looked at some linemen available. I figured Bama's got some good linemen. So I went Alex Leatherwood. 
uh, going to Kansas City here. They replace. They got. Um, what's that dude's name? Joe Tooney. No, is it Slater? What's that? What? They picked up. A, it might have been Tooney. I think it was Tooney. There's another uh, lineman for the Patriots named Slater. I think. No, that was their uh, special teams. Guru. I know that. I know it's a special teams guy. I'll I'll have to figure it out. But they picked up one lineman and paid him well. Oh, no, that, that was they... Joe Tooney. They oh, okay. they paid for Joe Tooney. Okay. Well, I got them taking their second one here, Alex Leatherwood. Okay. 32. Last pick of the first round, Tampa Bay. Uh, I don't think they're going to pull a Jacksonville like in, they did when they were like, oh, our team's stacked. Let's take Leonard Fournette. I think they're going to go... Oh, our team's stacked. Let's make it even better and a little bit younger. Edge piece, Aziz Ojolari. Ooh. I think it's just going to cycle in on that defense and continue to go off. Okay. I switched around a little bit here. wasn't sure what to pick, but I ended up with Joseph Osai. Take a D-lineman out of Texas, I think. Yeah, yeah. Texas. Same idea. <clears throat> really, uh, they don't have any glaring needs. You just pick what you think you could use to double down on. I don't know if you noticed, but Gregory Rousseau wasn't in either of ours. I noticed he wasn't in mine. And he was not in mine. Because I saw him ranked uh, pretty high, and then I saw, I looked at a couple mock drafts. I'm all over the board, didn't know where to pick him, so. <clears throat> yeah, I'm not that high on him. Well, that wraps up our first, our first round, our mock draft 2.0. Really our only round that we're doing, so I don't know why I said first round. But wraps up mock draft 2.0. You don't want to do a seventh round, seven round mock? I think I'm all right. <laughs> uh, we're going to do another 3.0. Our 3.0 will probably be our finalized picks, and then Bobby and I are going to have kind of a uh, little friendly on who does better based on uh, who gets picked where and shit. Uh, that'll be Thursday, April 29th. Is that what it is? I don't know. Yeah, Thursday, April 29th on the draft. Uh we might record an episode while watching the draft. Maybe we'll... Ooh, that'd be pretty fun. Or a live stream, maybe? Or a potential live stream. I don't know. Uh, but either way, we'll have an episode after the first round, kind of going over how our picks did and all that shit. But we'll have a 3.0 out before the draft. But just wanted to get another 2.0 out there. It's been two weeks since we recorded. So wanted to throw an episode out. And uh, we finally put together our brains on a mock draft here. So... Got anything to add? Uh, no. Go Pats. <laughs> Fuck off. Look out for the uh, this episode. You're obviously going to hear it at the end of this. So episode, it'll be, end up being 32. will be Mock Draft 3.0. Probably coming out in the next 10-ish days. Maybe we'll have another video inside there, but I doubt it. So look out for the Mock Draft 3.0 coming out in about a week and a half. We'll have it out before the draft. But without anything else, that's all we got for you. Peace out. Peace.